welcome back to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum. And me, Alex. How's it going, guys? The podcasting equivalent of receiving a cup of tea, but the thumb was in the cup of tea. The, the thumb was in the cup. Oh, as in somebody handed it to you and their thumb was dipping. Oh, that's yeah, grim. Di- like the thumb's in there. Yeah, that's like pretty scabby grim. scabby nail right in the top. You would know, <sighs> though, wouldn't you? You would know. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've thought of something else to bring to moving forward. Sorry, just just as we were chatting earlier. Oh, <laughs> fabulous. Reminded, cups of tea reminded me. Just say to me, I'm not going to write it down. I'll probably forget. And if I have forgotten, I'll have to edit this out. So this is this is a real exercise of both. This is me properly laning you with the task here because you've done moving forward this week. Um, right. Because it worked. But just say to me, a cup of tea with cling film over the top of it. Oh, I'm not going to remember that. Right. Just I'll have to write that down. <laughs> Like you're you're talking to me in an hour after the riveting conversation. I'm not gonna remember. I've already forgotten really? it. What was it? <laughs> cup of cup of, a cup of tea with cling film on the top. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Well, then we'll never forget. Cup of tea. Oh man. Cling film. Oh, what am I writing in my notes here? <laughs> Fuck me. Cup of tea. Cling film <laughs> on it's good. top. It's a good thing. You like it. You like on it. On top. Like right. It. It's a good. It's bloody, a good write. Bloody better be. I don't. I don't. It's good. I don't write things in my notes for nothing. <laughs> it's you know. Good. It's good. It's good. Um, we we went to see the cin- we went to see the cinema we last did. night. How was the cinema? <laughs> we went to the cinema last night to see the movie, <laughs> and w- something that made me laugh was just how we were quite broken. The two of us, weren't we? Yeah, we I think the we two of us at various like, stages was like, uh, can we fall asleep? No, we can't yeah. fall asleep. We can't did fall you, asleep. Did you fall asleep in this movie? No, I didn't. Although I it, um. I thought that it might happen, like on my yeah. way to the cinema. On my way to the cinema, I was like, "I am not in the right, yeah, <laughs> in the right yeah. uh, kind of state th- of mind for this." this I evening. think that's. I think that's a really. We obviously talked last week about going to the cinema on your own and having a nice time, and uh, one other experience or something that's. It's, you've also got to be in the right mood to go and see a film, um, and I'm trying to think isolated events. I mean, I remember going to see the Suicide Squad with you most recently, and I was in the best mood I could possibly have been. Because oh, you I was were! You so were excited. You were giddy. You were movie. bouncing off the walls. I I was so excited to see that movie. Um, whereas this, what, we we were we were just squeezing it in, weren't we? Kind of, yeah. Um, which didn't do the film. <laughs> it's, it's 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 you kind of have to. There's only so much you can do on your end, isn't there? I mean, it's the whole thing of. Out, out with your own opinion you know like directors can put hundreds of hours and thousands of pounds worth of of money into movies so that critics can read uh, watch the movies but if the critics go and we're not suggesting we are but actual critics who go and see the movies and someone's rustling a packet of crisps behind them or someone starts making a lot of noise or is on their phone behind them like that's totally out with the director's hands and so i yeah, guess but I you feel kind like, of have to just yeah, but I think go most, and see these movies I, but i think most people i don't know um I think most people can separate um, the quality of the movie from the experience in the cinema and the other factors and stuff like that. I think you're probably the worst people I've ever met at doing that, but still, <laughs> I know you try. But it's, but it's that, and then it's it's the it's the idea that I I want to go and see these. But I gen- genuinely I want to go and see them with a fresh. You know, you're going in, you're 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 looking forward to watching it. You're looking forward to really enjoying it, and. And then you you kind of just go, oh, I'm fucking knackered here. And you start to fall asleep. I mean, I fall asleep so much at home watching films nowadays. Yeah. 
It's so bad. Do you have like do you have like a barrier? Do you have like a barrier of no return? Because I've noticed recently that like if I if I get past a certain time, I think at the moment it's about half past ten. Oh yeah. And I'm sitting on the couch and I'm watching something at half past ten and I've started it with amazing intentions, but as soon as half past ten happens, I'm yeah. dead. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Just, yeah. I'm, like, body I'm dead. Just I'm like, dead to the world, yeah, and I just yeah. like fall asleep or like that kind yeah. of half asleep. And Elham's um, like, "You wanted to watch this? Wake up!" And I'm like, "Yeah, like I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching." That's the that's the worst one when you you do and and I because I can you're both right in that situation of you wanted to watch this, but at the same point in time, I might have wanted to watch it, but oh man, I'm struggling to keep my my face alive my face is currently closing yeah, yeah, yeah. down yeah. right now yeah um, and that was your and that was kind of our experience last night at the cinema night, wasn't yeah. it i wasn't too bad i think maybe i was yeah but it's also because you're you, you don't even need to be asleep all you need is just to slightly drift away and you're like oh and so i think i'm definitely gonna have to watch this movie again especially a few little parts of it but right. it wasn't because i fell asleep i think it's just because i was just knackered um but we can get to it because we are not a falling asleep at the wheel podcast. We are, of course, a music and movies podcast. Yeah. And each week we will take ourselves to the cinema so that you can enjoy um, just what we uh, put ourselves through when we when we slog through our daily lives and then go through see these movies and then sit down and watch. And I know it's such and, a and it's such a chore, isn't it? It's just such, you know what I mean? such a just, chore to go and see movies and, and then talk and, about uh, it with your mate on the internet for and we, people and we, to exactly, listen. Exactly, and there's people who look back to it. And, we're we're the real heroes here. We are. We are we? We're we're the real. We're the real carrying the weight of the world on our shoulders here, aren't we? Yeah. God. Yeah. Hundred oh, percent. And and everyday heroes. This is this movie. We're doing Free Guy. Um, as you can see in the uh, description, this this we we left the cinema and the two of us were kind of just like, uh, yeah. I know. Uh, I I was deliberately not, not saying anything. Because I, I wanted to, I wanted to marinate on it. Yeah, because, me too. I wanted to marinate on it because there was that big factor of I was knackered, and that I was going to see a movie that was, for all intents and purposes, a big high budget Ryan Reynolds comedy vehicle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we'll talk about vehicles very soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Of course, of course. But, um. You can you can label this movie with a lot of cynical titles, yeah. and you know dismiss it as Hollywood, like, tat, very yeah. very very easily. But I actually don't think it deserves any of that. But none of it would be unjustified either if you did decide to kind of like take that tack. So I was, I really didn't want to jump the gun on what I actually thought about this movie. Until yeah. I'd like, you know, thought about it for a bit, listened to the soundtrack, watched a few interviews. Um, mm. <laughs> that, that was my last hour. <laughs> yeah, I've I've spent I've spent the last, um, I guess, the, since we saw it last night, a little bit last night, and mainly this morning, just reading into it yeah. and reading into some of the. What I will say stuff. is, I laughed through this movie, as you you probably noticed. Yeah, I was. It did make me laugh. I was tickled. I, I was tickled by a lot of it. Mm. It was very entertaining. I mean, I, I enjoyed the over... movie from start yeah. to finish. Like I did. Like it was a great thing to sit and watch. And whenever I was, and whenever I 
thought about outside that movie experience is when I started to not like it so much because obviously I was tired and yeah, you know, yeah. the movie and stuff like that. But I, you just kind of have to not acknowledge any of those things. No, you're right. Because it's not the movie's fault. No, of course. I I did enjoy this movie. I must admit, I'm feeling pretty burnt. I don't think I would have paid. I, I, I The reason I paid to go and see this movie... Yeah, and I remember saying this to you before it started. What? Why did I go and see this movie? Oh, because we were doing it on the pod. Well, no, no, no. But outside of that, outside of that, oh, outside of the pod. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it had good reviews. Yeah, it had really good reviews. This movie, yeah, and it does have very good reviews. And I think what I said last night was what I think think now, which is I think the reviews for this, both especially the user reviews, are much better than actually I think the film is. Right. Okay. I don't know why that is. I don't know. I don't. I don't know why. And I, but I think, and f- this is a theory I have, mate. This is a theory I have. So, so buckle in. Right. Okay. I'm buckled. I am pretty sure there was a long conversation about whether this movie would be an X-rated movie or not. Oh, and really? It de- and it was decided that it wasn't be. And the reason why I think there was a conversation around that was because of obviously Ryan Reynolds and the Deadpool yeah. whole whole thing. And and I think the decision that they made not to... I think it would have been a better movie if it was X-rated. But I don't think it would have done nearly as well. I think this is a classic example where we, we see this quite a lot. I mean, like Venom's a really good example. Venom just recently was was um, said to be PG-13 and not an X-rated movie. Right. Um, Venom, Venom 2. Not, not, they've not reclassed Venom. Right, the, the okay, old, okay, okay. Yeah, Venom just so, just so it's clear, yeah. Let there be carnage. Yeah, and I think this is, for me, personally, I, I'm I'm more of a fan of an X-rated movie or an R-rated movie, whatever you call it. Not an X-rated. I think I'm calling it X-rated. I'm no. not talking about porn yeah, here, yeah. Alex. I'm not saying this is a porn movie. <laughs> that, literally, <laughs> I, that literally just dawned on me as soon as you started yeah. to correct yourself. And I was like, oh, no, shit. No, you're not talking about he, porn. He means, he means R. I mean, like, I mean, a not, I mean a naughty movie, but not a naughty movie. Oh, God, Alex, we're really digging a hole here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how do I? Okay, a mo- an 18. An 18. Is an 18 fair? Yeah. Does that, an thing, does that translate? Yeah. Does that, does that translate? And is, is that an NC twenty one? Is that what they call it in America? No, it's R rated. Who knows? R rated. Yeah. But the problem, the problem I think with this is that I, I would have preferred me preferring this as an R rated movie. But the studio and the mass fans in general were happier that this wasn't an R rated movie. I'm absolutely fine with this not being an R rated movie. Are you? And I yeah. don't. And I really my gut reaction to that statement it's an interesting hypothesis you've just put forward young callum but yeah um i don't think that it would have benefited it that much because i'm just thinking back to you know a lot of the comedy and the visuals and stuff like that and it is very you know high contrast high color kind of uh live action candy sort of Mm. pastel type thing and i think a lot of the games that this movie is like doing that kind of pastiche off is that kind of Fortnite kind of thing yeah you know where where all that where all the avatars are like you know larger than life um yeah colorful and interesting and um you know things like that and can you make an r-rated movie that doesn't have to be just you know grimy and yeah yeah i don't well, know so, so you, I, like so the you color palette done, but, 
Yeah, you could have done right, and, and I because I was watching this, and you're you're right, and I I and I and I think there's two camps. Obviously, Fortnite is the is the one that it would look most like. It also has, like that had the kind of Far Cry font font for Free Guy, which I thought was quite. I mean, there was loads yeah, of little yeah. video game references. I made loads of references, and I can talk through oh, them in a bit. There's loads, too many but, to count. Um, yeah, but but. Uh, yes, I um, you know all the explosions and the people getting thrown around the room and stuff like this. You can imagine there was almost a there's a cut of this movie somewhere with blood that's been interjected in places. Do you know what I mean? Right, or yeah. you know people swearing as they're doing stuff and 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 I um I, I think it was one of these things where I think yes you're you're right in what you're saying, which is it's nice, it's colourful, it's candy, it's all this sort of stuff. But I think I would have preferred it if it was a bit more like just a little bit more visceral and a little bit more fourth wall breaky if it was because it was quite fourth wall breaky but if if they kind of were like this is mad like you know and the, and the commentary was against video games and the commentary was holy shit there's so much destruction and all this sort of stuff in, yeah. in a video game um but then uh, this film was basically just seeing Fortnite and going, we'll just replicate Fortnite. Whereas you could have went one stage further with this and you could have went, let's do it one stage further. But in this sick world, you know, like Tsunami Games have decided to animate it and make it really over the top and really meta. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think that would have made more. And I think that would have made more for things like Taki Watiti's character, who is just an absolute maniac. And, yeah. You know, I'm going to animate bananas. Blood and, yeah. And, yeah. And do you know what I mean? And I, and I think that would have been, that would have, added an extra dim dimension to yeah, it. Yeah, I do get your me. point. What I, what I think, and you said something quite interesting there in that there was like a, a, a point to the to this movie. There was like a message to be had. Or I think there was, you know, a, quite a few messages and themes going out yeah. throughout this movie, which for something that is basically, as I, as I said, you could label this as a Ryan Reynolds personality sure. Hollywood fest. But sure, I do sure. think there was a lot more substance to it, and one of those, um, one of those themes was like the obsession with uh, violence in video games and things like that, and the yeah. benefits of being like the good guy and like a passive observer to a world that you can still interact with, but interaction doesn't necessarily mean killing and looting and things like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, that and you know, when we, when you sit and think about that, that is a huge theme that the movie was trying to peddle to us, right? Yeah. But do you not For think sure. that if you know this piece of art is put is trying to put that message into the world, do you not think the generation that it's primarily aimed at is the younger ones? Yeah, of course it is, of course. And this is what I was thinking. I was watching this and I was going, This is this movie isn't really for us, is it? No. Like this this movie. But then is that's for... but then that's why it can't really it, it can't really be R rated then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Exactly. But 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 that's because we're you know, as I I'm I expect something different from a movie is to something different from a younger person expects from, right, from yeah, an older yeah, person yeah. expect for it. You know, it's it's like yeah, in the, in the end of the... Like, if, if you go one stage further, if you take any of the classic movies that exist out there, Pretty Woman, for example, that's not made for me. Right, okay. But if you went, what's, what's, how can you make that for me? Give everyone a machine gun. All right, okay. So actually, <laughs> what we're getting down to in this conversation is you want every movie to be R-rated. That's what you want. I want I want, I want, want every movie to have me as the primary customer for this movie. But but like, but, but, you, but we've both come to the same conclusion, which is isn't for... This movie probably wasn't for us. Right, yeah. Um, I think it was for slightly younger audiences. Than yes, us. yeah, and I think uh, one of the big, 
one of the big examples of that was you know all the streamers the real life streamers that kept yeah like, they were commenting. Real, yeah they were real i rec- yeah. i recognized one of them yeah I had they were no all real. idea who the rest of them were and i am yeah. sure that the young that the younger audiences who are you know spending all their time on twitch and uh youtube and things like that. i mean i spend a lot of time on youtube as well but just not in that community will yeah. just be like, oh yeah they got them they got them they got them they got that they got yeah. them yeah and um yeah and i think the only one i reckon that recognized was pokemon oh is that is that a real person is it yeah well obviously the real people all of them are real people in this yeah movie, no Alex. none of them are well, actually, some of them weren't real people, were they? Maybe get to, oh, yeah, there we get go. to that a bit. We're getting so, existential on this podcast. Including, uh, this film is included in the 2016 blacklist of most liked scripts. Um, and Did you say that right? 2016? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we, we've made jokes before was... about how this movie has been coming out forever. Yeah, I think it was written officially in 2016, this movie. Oh, Wow. Now, what does that mean, though? The 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 most liked scripts. It 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 stands to reason that there is a series of scripts in existence, and I like to think that there's you know a, a, a like a, an Indiana Jones esque uh, warehouse where they store all the movie scripts <laughs> that have been written right. and people have bought them but just have never made movies about them. Right. Because uh, there's obviously 101 ideas of, of, of all sorts of movies of course, that, that, yeah. that exist and some terrible ones. Um, I also have second video game theme, um, second video game themed film to be written by Zach Penn. Um, so he did wrote quite a lot on Ready Player One, which I interesting. thought was quite interesting. Yeah. And I wondered how long it would be before Ready Player One uh, sort of came up. Obviously, that was one of my first thoughts. Was there any comparables to Ready Player One at all here outside of the video game piece? I mean, there's a few. There was a few little. Um, references well like... i think the the the, the biggest thing mm-hmm. the, the biggest thing is obviously the inclusion of you know pop pop culture iconography yeah. um yeah. just dotted around and i think free guy did it much more subtly than oh for sure yeah than, yeah than ready sure. player one and in, in that yeah. ready player one had had the delorean but it was because the main character was driving the fucking DeLorean. It wasn't yeah. like in the background. Whereas I really, I actually quite enjoyed a lot of the street scenes in Free Guy and just spotting all these little, spotting all these little things that wasn't, it wasn't integral to the story. Whereas in Ready Player One, and I know that I complained about this when we did Ready Player One, is that sure. it, it was almost like it was relying on us on, yeah, on us caring yeah. about the well the the book the, the stuff. book is very much the book is very much written like that in that um, I can't remember I, there's a there's a certain passage that I heard read on the se- especially in the second one about how um, the 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 i forget the name of the main character in that but he's obviously in charge of the oasis and he gets yeah. into his the office and he walks in and he goes up the and he goes he pressed the elevator the comp you know the combination code unlock the elevator was four four two three this is obviously a reference to this film and this film, yeah, you know? yeah 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 and then it's he got into in the elevator and the music the music was playing this and this and apparently the book literally reads like just a list of references i think i would hate that <laughs> Yeah, I think he would. I, yeah. I think I would really hate that. And I did. Yeah, but and as I said, I really enjoyed the kind of more subtle approach in this one, where it was all there, but it wasn't necessarily important to what was going on. I, I so yeah, for, I agree. You know, for, so for example, um, there were several instances that the Scorpion tank from Halo, Scorpion tank, was yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, driving down the street, and 
nobody ever said it was a scorpion tank from halo and actually none of the main characters drive it or interact with it it's just something that happens in the background of the scene yeah but it's there yeah. and it's definitely the halo tank yeah yeah exactly well in one of the scenes uh, in millie's apartment there are blocks on her coffee table spelling out anorak now anorak is the name of james halliday's avatar in the in the story ready player one a video game centered around uh, Ernest Klein in 20, uh, 2011. My goodness. So, so you know that that that's uh, that was also, as I said before, written by Zach Penn, um, who worked sort of with with, with this movie. Um, but yeah, so 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 you know they, they were even sprinkling in a little bit of Ready Player One, a little bit uh, to 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 a lot yeah. of this. Yeah, that, that um, one of my favorite inclusions. I don't know. Do you have like a favorite Easter egg that you saw in this movie? Because I've got a favorite one. Can I say what your favorite Easter egg was? I know what it was. I think I I can roll the dice. Right. Okay. Go on. If if this is right, if this is right, I win the award. Okay. And the award is you get to remove your big foot from the webcam that I can see right now. That's <laughs> big. <laughs> He's, he sat with his legs crossed Please. and and the foot is right up at the very. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Go on. No, I've not won the award yet. You can put it oh, back. Right, great. Okay. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> right. There you go. Shortly after Guy dons the sunglasses over his shoulder, you can see a power-up on the floor titled Blatant Product Placement, which appears in the shape of a gin bottle. And this is likely a reference to Aviation American Gin, which Ryan Reynolds, obviously plays Guy, had a stake in and maintains an ongoing ownership interest. Okay, right. You win the award. Yeah. Right. You, okay, you win the award. Now, let me... I'm going to burst your bubble and tell you why you're not as clever as you think you are. Okay. Because it's the only time I actually interrupted the movie to say, "Hey, yeah. did you see that?" <laughs> yeah, you did. I. That's a rarity for you. It is. You don't usually turn and say things to to me, whereas I quite no, often. I'm usually one that's like, "Shut the." F <laughs> whereas I quite often turn and face things to. You. I quite like every so often. Do, like I, I should have done that in this movie. Do you know if I was more awake in this movie? Yeah. I didn't. Hear I would have peep from you. I thought you were hating it the whole way through. No, I didn't hear a peep. No, I was just done. I was broken. Uh, but if 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 I if yeah, if I'd known there was that many references and I was awake, I every single time there would have been a reference, I would have been that's 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 Captain America's shield. Did you see? Oh that? yeah, but you yeah, but you do it to annoy me. Like that, you know, so when not see, Captain did, America's did, shield, did which you, it, did you see the lightsaber? Did you see the light? Oh god, that would have driven me insane, especially at the end of the movie when both those things come up. When you're, you're did getting, you see Hulk's hands? <laughs> That was the Star Wars theme. Even, Did you even hear that, thinking about that actually happening is triggering the life out of me. <laughs> it's just and I it's unacceptable. Uh, I would have loved to have done that. No, I mean, I, it was definitely a bottle of American Aviation gin. I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It definitely was. It, it had the styling. It had everything. And I just I just really liked that. It was, because obviously this is a Ryan Reynolds produced thing. And there's a big thing about... Um, a lot of his YouTube videos are really, really good. And... He, he does take the mickey out of himself quite a lot. But yeah. so I've said the words of Ryan Reynolds vehicle quite a few times now. Yeah. But actually, even though that's what I was viewing this movie as going in and I was like, it's just going to be Ryan Reynolds doing Ryan Reynolds stuff and saying Ryan Reynolds things for like the whole movie and blah, 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 blah. But the heart of the movie was with uh, Millie and... I forget the character's name, but Joe Carey's yeah. character. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I absolutely loved their story. And yeah. it was almost... Yeah, it was, it was good. And it was almost like Ryan Reynolds was just... Things were happening to him as a result of the real story. Yeah. 
which I suppose yeah. is sort of kind of like a video game character. So maybe it was really quite clever in that in, in that regard. Yeah, don't get me wrong. This was a really good story. Yeah. Like it was tight. Everything around like it was airtight and it made sense. And yeah, I I I, I didn't hate there was no holes. Yeah, no, spot. not really. I mean I'm sure it was, I'm it sure was really if, clever. I'm sure if you thought about it like a lot, a lot, a lot, you'd you'd probably find a lot of contrivances. But yeah. there were there were none that really stood out to me that would limit my enjoyment of this movie at all. Sure. Yeah. And as you say, it like it it had a heart to this movie. It made sense, and I thought all the characters were were made made a lot of sense. All the all the all the um the things that they were doing, what they were saying. Yeah, and it really it, and it, it really it was... reminded me because obviously they 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 had a kind of uh, unrealized love for each other. Sure. throughout the movie until the end where you know obviously he loved, loved her for a while and blah blah is that that kind of story that kind of story but it really yeah, reminded yeah. me of that you know that lovely um episode of mythic quest with I jake just johnson was about, i knew you were gonna say that it mate. really was, it was wasn't it, it yeah it really really reminded me obviously the game stuff part of that relationship like wasn't um wasn't the same because obviously the rave the Raven's Quest, Mythic Quest, sorry, not Raven's Quest, yeah. Mythic's, Mythic Quest stuff was set in the past. And actually it was probably a lot more adult because it was a, it turned into a failing relationship and um, it was a lot more of a cap study like this, whereas this was much more, you know, Hollywood kind of lovey-dovey beautiful, wasn't it? Yeah. But I didn't, yeah, but sure. I don't, but I don't hate that though. I do like, I do like a bit of that in my life now and then. Yeah. No, I, I know, I know exactly, I know exactly what you mean. So do we want to go back to some of the cameos, but not the cameos of, I can, I can do, we can do two things. We've got obviously the cameos. Of, why don't we finish off the cameos of the stuff? Cause we've nearly, we've nearly done them. Right. So several, several video games, tools and weapons appear in the movie. Um, such as the mega buster from mega man, which is one of the weapons, the gravity gun from half-life two, which was, which was the one where he put guy through yep. the, the building at the same, which that was good. Um, or the physics gun from Gary's mod and which is, um, 2004. It's the same. It's the same. It was a mod within um, Half Life Two, yeah. um, and the portal gun from Portal. The port that obviously appear, appear, uh, appears quite a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in this sort of stuff, uh, some of the tanks are the scene in the streets in, in Free Guys. So um, we've got Scorpion tank and from the from the Halo franchise. There were there were quite a few. Um, I don't have the actual facts in front of me, but quite a lot of the cars were prototype cars. So basically, sometimes what happens is prototype cars get put into things like Fortnite is games that aren't real in industrial cars. Right. But a lot of those were there. So there was a lot of like Fortnite vehicles. Well, that's, a, that, vehicles. That's, that's an old movie thing as well. Because you remember, um, do you remember iRobot? Yes. There was a bloody sexy Audi in that movie that never, ever got made. Mm, but it was like yeah. a gorgeous futuristic concept Audi. But I, I remember at the time, because obviously it's a science fiction movie and maybe Audi was just a bit of branding that they just stuck in a generic science fiction car. But I really do remember reading a thing or seeing a thing about around the time that iRobot came out that it was an actual Audi concept car, that it was, right. it was like very highly, highly developed and like a high sure. concept thing. So it wasn't just it wasn't just a science fiction shell with an Audi badge. If you, if, if you see yeah. what I mean. So I think no, that, I think that's yeah, happening. Yeah. Another another example of that is um oh do you remember the island? 
yes. with, Ewan, yeah, with yeah. Ewan McGregor. There was a, yeah. a a Cadillac CN is what it was called. And I remember the name of the car because it was also in one of my favorite driving games, Midnight Club 3 Dub Edition. If, do you remember ah, that yeah, game? I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Amazing yeah. game. And the Cadillac CN was in that as well. And that was a that was like a supercar looking thing. The amazing. other good thing about the island was that it was Ewan McGregor playing two different roles, um, which is kind of like Fargo in a way, because kind in of, series yeah. three of Fargo, he plays um, twin characters. I mean, you would watch Fargo because it's really good. He's yeah. in that and he plays the same character. Probably my well, favorite Michael brothers. Bay movie, The Island, I'll be honest. Yeah. Uh, Fargo is a good series, though, as well, if you watch. Yeah, but um, I quite, I quite like one. The Island as well. I quite like The yeah. Island as well, especially like when the real Ewan McGregor turns up. The first thing he says is, what are you doing in my house? <laughs> Oh, it's he's too Scottish, isn't he? Yeah, they he's they really Scottish. told him to go ham on it, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, but the good thing about it is when he's in Fargo is that he's got a Minnesota accent. So it's yeah, that I mean, bit, I mean that's that, I mean? that that's so. good, and I hear you. But I yeah. mean, his, yeah. his Scottish accent yeah. in the island is you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 but it's good. Yeah, but, M- moving on. <laughs> watch Fargo. Watch it. Uh, we have Cap Shield. Which is obviously there. Did we, Callum? Um, did we have Cap Shield? Yep. I didn't see that. I didn't see it. I also uh, didn't see that. We had one chance. We had Hulk's fist, gravity gun, portal gun. We've done that. Uh, the Rainbow Smash pickaxe from Fortnite. Uh-huh. Do you know that one, Alex? I don't know that. You ever played Fortnite? No, I've never played Fortnite. No, I've a few, played a few. I've played, played, played a few battle royale games. I've played Apex Legends. That's quite fun. Right. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. And obviously, I've played uh, Warzone, which is the worst game ever made. It's uh, horrible. It's, it's horrible. But I'm. You, I don't you know, can't I'm, not. I'm play an addict. Yeah. You can't not play. It's the worst game that ever. It's the worst game ever. But oh, it has me. Yeah. Um. It's uh. Yeah. Yeah. But no, never Fortnite. So, why don't I talk to you a little bit about some of the other cameos in this movie? Um, not the weapons or the vehicles, but some of the people cameos in this movie. Would you like right, that? Was that what you want, Alex? Is that what you would like well, to do? Well, I'd love for you. Like to I'd, listen, I'd love for you to. I'd love for you to come back to that because I'd like to raise a talking point. Um, about well, the lightsaber, the shield, the Hulk fist yes. stuff. Yes. Because we both kind of commented on this a little bit when we came out of the cinema. Uh-huh. of going is disney like trying to you know pull our pull the wool over our eyes and try and make it okay by joking about the fact that they own everything and is and is that okay i <sighs> because it it is what it has worried me for a while and i know that it's been brought up on on the podcast like prior that as 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 excited as we are about you know, things like the X-Men coming into Marvel, buying of Fox and blah, 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 blah. Do you know what the percentage of like annual box office Disney gets? Yeah. It, it's, out it of all movies released all over, like, in wasn't the world. It, wasn't it 80% it was one pre, year? Pre-COVID, which, by the way, they own more stuff now since COVID. Yeah. It was something ridiculous, like over 70% or something like that, which is disgusting and you know monopolies yeah. just like that should just should not be allowed to happen and it is it is really worrying but they, they seem to be going through this phase of self-referencing that fact and trying to make a joke about yeah. it to maybe make it okay I, I saw it in um did you watch that simpsons loki kind of little short 
that's on Disney+. No, it Plus. No, it's no, quite I funny, and I really like it, actually. But basically, there are a lot of uh, Simpsons Springfield characters. So, like, uh, Moe and Barney and, you know, those kind of side characters. They, they, all, they all turn up as Avengers. A Bar- Barney as Iron Man. It's really, it's really right, funny okay. because his, be- that because his fun. beer gut is uh, sticking out of the armor. It's really funny. Nice. And his, that and his is, face yeah. pops open and you see it's Barney and he, bigs, and he gives a big Barney uh, burp, which is just like really, really funny. But also one of the characters, I can't remember who it is, but it's whoever's doing Doctor Strange and he's floating and um, is holding a placard that says, this is what happen- happens when Disney owns everything. <laughs> which is yeah yeah that which, which is uh, a nice little joke but i'm just see i'm just seeing a lot of that creep through and that's kind of what i felt when we saw captain america shield although i did audibly laugh out loud when we just had one lovely stinger shot of chris evans watching this on his laptop going what the fuck <laughs> yeah and it's fo- so ryan reynolds realized that chris evans was in boston filming for apple's defending jacob all oh, right okay and so so basically he texted him to see if he could make a guest appearance in, in the film and so according to director sean levy evans said yes but only if he could be in and out in 10 minutes um and he was incredibly kind and gracious um, reynolds says so i told him exactly what was happening and we were 100% ready for him before he uh, ever even got close to the set. Right. Um, and he was in and out in about seven minutes. That's amazing. So that set, well, he, I mean, so he basically must have just sat, sat him down and went, what the shit, like a couple of times, and then went, cool, mate, Well, I mean, done how it, much cool. time do you realistically expect yeah, course, that to take? Like, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly, definitely. It's like well, Hugh then Jackman will... in, uh, in First Class or whatever it is. Well, that's a very good point, Alex, because um, I've got another cameo oh, for you. you. And it's the, uh, exactly Mr. Jackman himself. No, it wasn't. Was he in this? Who? who yeah, oh, who was he? No. Oh. <laughs> right. Am I gonna kick? Am I gonna kick myself? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I I didn't notice either. To, I found out. So apparently, I mean, this is, this is purely speculation. I found online. Um, Molotov Girl gets a map from the masked figure in an alley, and apparently uh, that's that masked Jackman? figure is by Hugh Jackman. Apparently, that's Hugh Jackman. Oh. Yeah. I wish it was more obvious because just like mm-hmm. the American Aviation Gin thing, the whole Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman hating each other um, joke is like an internet staple and is really, yeah. is really, really funny. And I kind of... Oh. Yeah. So Serena Vander Woodsen from Gossip Girl 2017 makes a cameo as a player's avatar who gets points for brut- uh, brutality. You remember that? Oh, I remember um, that. character bits. was played... Yeah. The character was played by. I'm looking for you. I, I don't. I, I didn't. From Gossip Girl. Nope. Ryan Reynolds. Nope. Blake what Lively. Ah, uh, very good. Yeah, it's a Blake, Blake Lively. Um, real life, real life wife. Real life um, wife. Now, here is uh, an interesting one because I I think I was probably wrong when something I said when I came at the cinema and I turned to you and I said I think the the character of the dude yeah. was supposed to have been someone else. But then they couldn't get them for scheduling conflicts, and so they put in Ryan Reynolds's face on top of it, which um, I think is wrong because Dwayne the Rock Johnson voiced as one of the robbers. Oh, does he? Um, yeah, and Tina Fey voices Raven Jammer's mother, Ra- Ra- Raven Jammer, Raven Jammer, Raven Jammin. Oh, uh, yeah, the the, whoever the whoever the streamer was, who his avatar was. Um was yes oh, was uh, Channing Tatum oh my yeah, God, yeah. His name yeah, just yeah. escaped yeah, yeah, my yeah. head ah uh, so that was that was yes Raven Jammin right, that's all clear so that would have that was 
that was um, Tina Fey who was shouting. Um, yeah, Amazing. that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. But I guess, but back to that point, um, you know, and actually, the, so the dude is, is is actually played by Aaron W. Reed. So that's the body, but it just had had, had um, yeah. Ryan Reynolds' yeah. face superimposed. Obviously, that wasn't Ryan Reynolds, Alex. No, it wasn't. <laughs> that absolute machine of a human. <laughs> Um, yeah. But yeah, there's some, there's some, and obviously, as we say, we've got Channing Tatum. Um, apparently, the dude just on the back of it is actually a, was a playable character uh, on Fortnite uh, in August um, 2021, and there's six in-game missions to complete to unlock the very first speaking emote in Fortnite featuring Ryan Reynolds. In addition, the Llama Rainbow Smasher harvesting tool was featured um, and as a, as a weapon, as, right. but I think I've already mentioned that one. And then Channing Tatum just performs a floss dance. These are all references for things that kids love. Yeah, man. apparently we we need to we should we love these things. We're, we're, old, they're we're old. They're all they're all great. Old. All right, so the dude. Yep, because this is also becoming a bit of a conversation, conversation yeah. piece. Did you see the one of the most recent probos for this movie? which was uh, basically the dude. No. Right, okay, so... I, uh, oh, oh, uh, no, I don't so think there was, so. There was a trailer for this movie, which was really funny, which was really funny, but it was basically Ryan Reynolds doing a Deadpool thing. De- Deadpool. But oh, it was, it was, Deadpool at, but it was yeah. as the dude, and he said he was, like, shredding and just, like, eating lots of... E- eating all eggs and human... <laughs> human meat and things like that and he couldn't fit into the deadpool yeah. suit anymore and that stuff was really really funny unfortunately the things that sandwiched that little kind of deadpooly segment was the fact that they showed a lot of dude scenes from the movie right which yeah. was inherently yeah. supposed to be really really funny because he's teased much earlier in the movie where um taika Waititi, uh his character goes oh program the dude and get the dude into the game and he's built up and he's built up and he's built up but we've just come back to the point of i've already seen him in the trailer i already know what he's gonna do i already know how this goes yeah what and i and and, and it was at that point where i was like that and it's the only point about trailers and things that this movie did really really poorly because that was an important part of the end of the movie. And also it made me kind of cement my opinion that the, one of the worst things that you can spoil in a movie is comedy. Yeah. Because, yeah, no, because totally. there's, because there's singular moments. And I, I know there was a lot of the dude stuff that I would have laughed out loud at because I'd been laughing throughout the rest of the movie. I found the comedy yeah. of the movie really funny. It really resonated with me. I didn't laugh at all at any of the dude stuff apart from the things that I hadn't already seen. Yeah. But that initial reveal was kind of spoiled for me and I really think that they did the movie a disservice by putting that stuff in the actual trailers. And it's even more confusing considering when they were doing the not in the movie stuff. So basically having Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool um, mm. do non-movie related stuff. That's still great advertisement for the movie. So it, it, it's great that anything with Ryan Reynolds is that they have the ability to advertise the movie without showing any of the movie whatsoever. Yeah. And people would still go and see it, but they choose to put stuff from the movie in the trailers anyway. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I... Yeah, 
I, I mean, you could also... I mean, I think what what you've said about the whole the comedy being sponsored... Yes, bang on, bang on. I think the second to comedy probably is story elements yeah. of it because obviously you can subvert a story and largely, you know, you're never going to release the ending of the yeah. story. So never going to... Unless you release the end of the story in the trailer. Um, uh, it still had a lot of mystery, the trailers in this, yeah. though. Um, and I do think the advertising campaign having... If there was no COVID, this film would have... Killed. Yeah, like yeah, this yeah, film yeah. would have absolutely yeah. killed if you think about it. With the star power, um, people would have properly leaned. I mean, obviously, people leaned in. You know, we talked about, but th- th- yeah, this would have been this would have been mental. We are a music and movies podcast, are we? Alex. Jesus. Now, do we want to talk a little bit about some of the music in this movie? And yes. uh, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Well, what's very interesting is that there are two soundtracks that's you going first this is me going first no 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 i'm still i'm still on the question there are there are two soundtracks to this movie Mm -hmm. there's a music from which has uh all the songs and stuff with a couple of scoring tracks at the end of it and then there's a full um score soundtrack as well and i listened to the i listened to the score soundtrack because that was what was available on apple music and if you click on the other one with all the songs on it, all the songs aren't available because they're like licensed somewhere else, and you'd have to actually to go and find them. So I didn't listen to any of that. So I listened, I listened to the score. So I was cool. um, thinking maybe maybe you start us off with some of the songs. Okay, no no worries. Yeah, I, I mean I mean look, there, there's a, there's a few things to sort of go into um, with the songs. Obviously, was it Christopher Beck that was the composer of Christoph Beck? Of and that, it's actually it's Christoph actually Beck, really yeah. interesting that he was. Um, chosen to do this because I think there is one particular movie and one particular sound that they wanted for this movie that they basically just got that particular composer to copy and paste. Yeah, yeah, and that is Wreck-It yeah. Ralph. Yeah, I was gonna say well, well, and Paperman as well. We can jump back to the Paperman stuff as well. I don't know if you've you've got that fact from the score, uh, the Disney short. Paperman. Well, yeah, I know Christoph Waltz. Uh, Christoph Waltz. Christoph Beck did Paperman, but he also did Frozen and stuff as well. So he's quite he, he's he's quite prolific. But th- there's a lot of sound design in the score that um, yeah. is kind of techno and gamey that sure. exists in this film and in and in Wreck It Ralph. Sure. Well, so so I'll I'll just start with them with the soundtrack. I mean, like the Jodie Comer, just on her right. She's very oh, good. She's very good. Obviously, she, she's very good. She, do you know she's um, she's like our my age. She, knows, you know, she's my age. Interesting. She looks a lot older, doesn't she? I mean, but this is the weird thing. So just before we go on, Jodie, go. She, she's my age. Ryan Reynolds is nearly twenty years. Like he's he's seventeen years older than her. It was a bit weird, wasn't it? How they were kind of like a, a couple. Wouldn't that, isn't that a bit weird? No. Isn't that weird, Alex? No. Isn't that I don't weird? Think so. I don't think so. Because but, as you said, she could play older. And honestly, I think Ryan Reynolds can play younger. Yeah. Yeah, she plays older and, and he also, plays younger. Yeah, and also, he, an and also he's not real, but he becomes real. That's a, um, yeah. And she's... And the version of her that he interacts with is an avatar in the game. So actually, no, mm, I don't think okay. that is weird. Well, apparently Jodie Comer performs a cover of Mariah, Mar- Mariah Carey's song during one of the final scenes. So Carey's 1995 hit Fantasy is one of the main songs 
of the movie, accurately addressing the idea of living in a fantasy world. Older viewers, though, and this is something that I know the song from, uh, would be more likely to recognise the song's hook, which was a sample from Tom Tom Club's Genius of or Genius of Love. And I know that one because that is the song that basically is featured in almost every dance scene in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, is so it? So anytime they've got to include every time they've got to include music for them to dance, it's just I had not spotted that. I had not spotted that, and it's always they just do that every every single time. There's a dance. Watch, it's always sunny, and anytime they're just like dancing somewhere, they just play that music. It's really, it's very funny. Um, it's a kind of like a like a bit of a joke. Also, and as you said, the song from. Uh, Disney short Paperman is used in this film at least twice, as Christoph Beck wrote the music for Free Guy, Paperman. Um, and then given the use of Marvel and Disney scores in the film, this also is a nod to obviously the, the Disney history we, we've chatted a little bit about. Um, and yeah, that was mainly used for, you know, Guy and Molotov um, and Keys and Millie, who were the, the two characters. Keys was the character, Dave, um, Thingy Kerry, Joe Kerry's character. Wait, but that wasn't the literal same music from Paperman. It was, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Apparently, it was uh, from, yeah, it was aired before. Yeah, so it wasn't actually said, original music. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think it was used from. It was directly taken from Paperman, um, which aired before um, Disney's animation of film Wreck It Ralph. So Wreck It Ralph used Paperman music too. Well, no, I, I, the Wreck It Ralph did not use that melody. Now that you've, now that I've started a remembering paper man in my head i think you're right that because i was listening a lot to uh, uh molly's theme which is really mm. really gorgeous it's really really lovely mm. and i do think that that particular um ding 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 you know that kind of thing yeah yeah that that, that yeah, is paper yeah. man but what i was talking about with wreck it ralph was um literally the sound design there's it's it's completely different melodies it's not it's not lifted at all ah i see um but yeah, I mean, the 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 sort of Mariah Carey, um, Tom Tom Love one was the one that I sorry, um, Tom Tom um, Club Genius Love. That was the one that I kind of came away from most from this movie. Um, I don't know. Maybe you could maybe you could have stuck in some more comedy songs. Maybe you could have stuck in some more. But I mean, would it have been detracted? Well, what was the, I, I, I don't what know, was man. the one where they were slow mo jumping out of that guy's safe house on a bike? I can't remember what song it was, but it was, it it really made me feel that they were going for the, you, you know that song in the slow mo opening scene of Deadpool. Yes, come yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounded yeah, yeah. like it sounded exactly like that. Yes, and I, I do know. I and, do. And I can't remember what the song was, and I and I remember thinking at the time, oh, that's the beginning of Deadpool. Yeah, I know what you mean. I don't know that. I don't. I. 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 I can't honestly, off the top of my head. Um, pro, 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 you know, probably. Um, no, I can't. I can't remember. I mean, there was like there was obviously some Fred Astaire in there. I heard Cheek to Cheek yeah. at one point. Um, you know, it, it wasn't ain't no stopping us now. I think that was yeah. in there at one point yeah. as well. Um, there, there was a few. Others. I. I. I know what you're saying. I can't really remember. I mean, it was. It was a kind of. Yeah. In th- you know, there there was there was a few songs in there. It was quite Deadpool esque. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, do you know it was fine? You could you 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 could have. I don't know. Nothing really to say against this. Actually, to no. be honest, it was just fine. Yeah. It just did it. It did it well. Um, I I think look if I if I really put my finger on it, 
I just didn't. None of the songs that I recognise in this are songs that I would typically listen to. Oh right, okay. I think that's the easiest yeah. way to. I think that's the easiest way to Fine. summarise it. So it didn't do a bad job. Didn't so do a bad on job. The, on on the on the not to Suicide Squad scale, you're 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 like <laughs> a three or a four then. Right. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's the best music and movie. Yeah. Movie. Uh, Horrible, yeah, isn't cool. it? <laughs> My God. Just put a fucking song in. Just put one one more more song song. in. Do you know what though? It has kind of ruined it for me that the that lovely Molly's theme thing is literally Paperman. Yeah, because it was really lovely, and I and I can't think of any good reason why it should be exactly the same. Because I don't. Well, it's just called Millie. It's just called Millie. Millie. Sorry, no, I've I've said Molly like three times, but yeah. No, 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 it's Um, it's okay. Yeah, Millie. The track's just called Millie. Yep, it is, but. I don't understand. I don't really. I can't draw a line between that character and the characters and what's going on in Paperman. Because if it was like a like a pop culture reference, because Paperman is probably one of the loveliest of those uh, Disney Pixar shorts. Mm. It's definitely one of my favorites, and I know a lot of people really really love it. And if there was like some parallels to draw, then maybe I could understand that. But I don't know. I can't think of anything. I can't think of a good reason nah, why the music should be exactly the same. So that's kind of that's kind of think, ruined a don't little think bit too much for, in, for me. Don't think, don't think too much into it, dude. Um, I think. I mean, I'm I'm kind of running out of stuff to to say. Um, I thought there was some nice other little references in this movie. Uh, I thought the scene where Guy discovers uh, the edge of the game and the water and it's a clear reference to the truman show oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah. discovering the edge of this and both the characters can't see the edge but feel it with their hands and 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 you know in both movies the final scene requires the character to cross the water more similarly steps from truman show so so i thought that i thought that was really really you know quite what? good you... um with with actually the gamers watching him yeah, do, do, it. do you know what um, confused me why at that point what? in the scene is the barrier for the edge of the world like on the shoreline on the beach and then at the end of the game he's got to run for 10 miles across a bridge to get to the same barrier i don't know i don't know who knows there there's a plot hole it's it's, there you go done i don't know maybe we Um, and then the last thing is, I mean, we, we did talk about the the, the 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 fictional vehicles in this, but I think what was quite interesting is actually all that all the other high end sports cars, the actual production ones, the tanks and the helicopters and the motorcycles that are used, um, in the various strongholds, um, they're they're actually all real. Uh, I had to be carefully protected from typical film crew crew wear and oh, tear, yeah. so so they were actually all real. And one and at the end of the filming, um, the helicopter flew away directly from the studio, amazing, <laughs> into so, the sunset. Yeah. And what a lovely and what a lovely way to round round off the segment. What do you think? Yeah, exactly. I'm giving it two thumbs up. Yeah, the, the other sorry, just as the the, the encore, Taki Watiti. Towing the line between cool and ridiculous. Yeah. Didn't. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. His character was really he, he was you could kind of believe yeah, his yeah. character though. Uh, uh, well, I mean he was definitely he was definitely and he was definitely larger than life like personality wise. He only crossed the line once where I thought shut shut up. And that's when he said what are you talking about Willis. And uh, and I went nope. You're not nope. Stop it. That that was bad. That was that was objectively bad. Everything else although that. insane and kind of megalomaniacal whatever. Um Maniacal. maniacal, megalomaniacal. Thank you very much. Megalomaniacal. I was, uh, I was fine with. I was like, yeah, I quite. Yeah. I, it's been a while since we've seen this kind of like hokey villain, 
but no, don't say what you're talking about, Willis. Just don't don't say yeah. that. It's fine. No, cool. Um, I I, I don't know, man. What do you? I saying? am saying too. I am I am I am saying too. Actually, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It didn't blow. I mean, like this isn't blowing me away. This isn't. This isn't. You know. This this isn't finding Nemo levels of scoring and music and stuff yeah. it's not you know some of the best it's not it's, it's got to be one i guess for me yeah. if i'm gonna if i'm gonna try and provide a little bit of brevity across the uh, b- b- bit of um sorry not brevity is wrong totally wrong if i'm gonna provide a little bit of contrast um co- not contrast uh, if i'm gonna provide just just a little bit of coherence i think across our, our scoring oh i see yeah scoring, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 what i've done is to... just damage the integrity of, yeah, of our scoring yeah, system of the, yeah of the really rigid scoring yeah, system yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it yeah fine <laughs> fine great amazing Go, would you say? Would you tell people to go and see this? Yeah, because I wouldn't. I no, I see. I wouldn't. I would say, say wait, save your money and, go and see this at home. No, I, 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 I would have. I cost quite a lot. It costs like twenty quid to go and see this for two of us, and I'm like, no, nah, I would have rather just go and see this at home. Well, yeah, but in in that same log- logic, it would cost about fifty quid to uh, for five people to go and see it. It's less than a tenner each, and that's and I'm I'm absolutely fine paying that for cinema. Would you? I I think a tenner is too much. I think... well, it's not a tenner. It's objectively not a tenner. It's under a tenner. <laughs> I've made that very clear. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think when we start splitting those hairs down, uh, I, but, but like, yeah, I'm gonna start tracking. Is this worth nine pounds ninety nine admission? Oh that's gonna God. be my new. That's gonna be my new because I can look back at the last few ones we've been to. Suicide Squad, bang on. Um, there's not the other... I, there is Shang-Chi? not a single yes. movie that's not worth paying 9.99 to see in the cinema because even if it's atrociously bad you've just seen an atrociously bad movie that has enriched your life and cemented oh, your no i hate that i don't subscribe to that i don't i, I don't have that time i don't have that time that's and i won't get that time mental. back no, that's great. Yeah, but you you know it's how not. I feel about about that about that particular ideology. I get I get angry. I get angry if I've been deceived. I know, but this is the thing because it's 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 also because have you ever walked out of a film? I almost did once, but I stay but I stayed to the end. But again, I I remember those what feelings. Was that? Do you know what it was? Uh, um, it was oh, it was called either Gambit or The Gambit. And it was really weird because it was written by the Coen brothers and it starred Alan Rickman and Colin Firth. And it was like an art heist movie. And it's atrocious. It's atrociously oh, really? bad. I hate it. Oh, yeah. It's those two in Cameron Diaz. What? Yeah. It's like, sounds like a good, good I know film. it does. It's bad. It's very, very bad. And I, and I wanted to walk out like I was almost like compelled to walk out. But... I stayed where I was because I was like, there's no way. And also I was, I was amazed by what I was seeing. Like I was sat there captive watching this trash on screen and going, this is amazing. Somebody actually made this and they've put it out. And I was, and I was watching it and being entertained by like how bad it was. And then seeing exactly why it was bad and going oh god that's terrible 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 and then i was getting a stanley tushi yep wow so why is this so so bad? that's the thing i i feel like there is a lot of value i think it's a remake it's a remake of a film michael caine film yeah 
I think there's a lot of value in going oh, to the, see the, bad the, movies and not to deliberately go and the see. The reviews are very good. Are they? Yeah. I hated it. <laughs> I hated it. Cool. Interesting. But no, I do. I do think that there is uh, a lot of value of going to see a bad movie and not to go out of your way to see a bad movie because that's just mm. like a glutton for punishment. But if you happen to go and see a movie and it turns out to be bad, like who, like who cares? Yeah. Michael Hoffman directed it. He did uh, Midsummer Night's Dream. You seen that one? Remember you? Remember you were in Midsummer Night's Dream in primary school? Oh yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. that? Demetrius. Who did? Who did you play? Demetrius. Christian Bale plays Demetrius. Oh, in very this. good. Well, I, I look just like Christian Bale. Didn't you? Didn't <laughs> didn't you want to be like? Didn't you want to be Lysander? Oh wait. I think you wanted to be one of them, mm. and you got the other one. Oh, God, it's ringing a bell. I reckon we should move on. I'm, I'm <laughs> bored. I'm bored. We're, we're, we're going <laughs> Moving forward? Yeah, let's move. Cool. Um, probably edited out a fair amount of that drivel just at the end there. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. Thank God. Because maybe it didn't. Nonsense. It's fucking. Uh, oh, do we do what if? No, we're, we're no because I've not seen it. We're doing the we're doing them in twos. I'm really upset that you've not seen it. The what ifs come in two by twos. Is it the zombie one? Yeah. Oh, it's a zombie one, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, I've not watched it yet. I'll probably watch it at some point okay, today well, when I've got. I'll it. probably watch it tonight. Gosh. Well, I'll I'll say I'll say nothing. Well, well, yeah, we'll talk about it next week then. Cool. Excellent. Um, that was a good good segment on what if. Yeah, there we go. Do you like that segment on what if? Yeah. <laughs> what I'll do is I, I will, because I have remembered my cup of tea fact from the start. Oh, so fabulous. I'd, I'd, I'd forgotten. Now, I, <laughs> on, um, on BBC at the moment, there is a drama series taking place. Uh, I'm not sure how many episodes uh, it will last. Uh, it's, a, it's a limited series. I think there's six episodes, and we're three episodes in. Um, and it is called Vigil. Are you watching Vigil? Have you heard of Vigil? Oh, I've heard of it. I've seen it. I, I've seen it like on the BBC kind of like home screen. Yeah. But I've not actually clicked on it and watched it. It's good. It's good. Rose Leslie in it. Um, I, you know me, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of, of submarines and things like this. Um, the, mis- the, the description is the mysterious disappearance of a Scottish fishing trawler and the death on board a Trident nuclear submarine brings the police into conflict with the Navy and British security services. Oofed. It's cool. It's it's good. It's good. And actually, it's 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 pretty it's a pretty compelling story when you think about it for for those of you who know about the Trident, you know, and, and, and the, the sort of the nuclear deterrent and what is involved with making sure that that is maintained at all points. And then when you have a, a murder investigation that takes place on board one of those ships, but you can't it, it's 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 they explain it in, in like really like baseline like why normal rules go out the window and how they have to subvert the rules to make sure that the police can do their business because the it's really interesting actually i'm i'm really enjoying it um ah. so yeah little 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 recommendation for anyone there um the other one I, I talked about it a little bit last week and i didn't i didn't say um the name of it but we're watching the nine perfect strangers the amazon prime series oh, okay that one? i've seen that advertised on buses 
Yes, some buses everywhere. Um, I've, I'm seeing it advertised on buses because people are reading the book or on the tube because people are reading the book. It's based on a book. Um, book sales seem to be up because it's a TV series, which is always how these things, I guess, happen. Oh, well, I mean, um, I suppose that's good. It's good. It's really good. Good, good cast. Miss McCarthy's in it. Um, what's the what's the, what's the premise? Nicole Nicole Kidman. Uh, it's basically this wellness center that takes place. Uh, it's supposed to be based in somewhere in California. I think it's all filmed in Australia. Okay. Um, and nine perfect strangers are are invited to this wellness center. Um, yeah, and you you find out that it's they are um they're all there for a different reason, a different trauma. Some are like addicted to drugs. Some are lost family members, close. Some of this right. and the other. Um, okay. And it's slowly drip feeding the story. As I say, I haven't read the book. My brother do read they the book. All, do, do they all do they all get do they all get taken to a beach and they all grow old really fast? Yeah, it's exactly that, mate. It's right. Exactly, okay. It's exactly that. And we're watching old. Turns out it's just old. <laughs> all all, right, okay. sto- all stories are actually just old in disguise. Ah, very good. Even the even the nuclear M. Night Shyamalan's it, pulled off the greatest trick in filmmaking, and yeah. that he's made every movie. It's just old. old. Even in the even in the fishing trawler um, story, it is just old. It's right. just old. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's everything I have. I think something quite big happened this week, though, didn't it? For moving forward, Alex. <gasps> it did. We got a Matrix trailer. We did get a <gasps> Matrix trailer. It looks good. It does look very. It good. looks so good. That was a brilliant trailer as well. It's yeah. a brilliant trailer. Oh, it is a brilliant trailer. And actually, from a musical perspective as well, because it actually has a song called The White Rabbit, yeah, which yeah, thematically yeah. for The Matrix is so on point, but also the actual song as well. Yes. And well, you've it, been you've been listening to it, haven't you? Uh, but but it is because it's just it's just a great it's a great song. You know, Jefferson's Airplane, it's an old one. Yeah. Um the lyrics are great and it's the way that it just moves up and down in semitones. Um, it's a it's a cool building song, like a cool building. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. It's a little bit Adam Ant-esque. Right, sort of yeah, Prince, sure. Prince Charming, if you've ever heard. Um, I like that kind of style of music, quite a kind of like grungy, a little bit, um, and the singing in it is very great. I forget the name of the the, the singer in, in Jefferson's Airplane, but it, she she's kind of, it's almost like Florence and the Machine-esque kind of um, right, wailing okay. at the end of it. It's cool. Oh, it's a right, cool okay. song. Like it's a, it's a really cool song for a really cool trailer. I thought this was great. It was great. And I loved the trailer because I I have no idea what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I have absolutely no idea what's going on here. And I love that. But do you know what? Do you know what else I really love? Because I think there is still stuff in this trailer that you can start to hypothesize what this movie might be about where it's taking place and stuff like that go for it this is the next version of the matrix this is yeah. set in the next version of the matrix because yes, yeah the color palette it's different it's like an upgrade almost it I is think. an upgrade because if you think yeah. about if, if you think about the the matrix world that the original trilogy was set in it was very much it, it was future but like almost dystopian close future future yeah, yeah. which which mean meant that everybody was great everything was gray in 90s but yes, also yeah. like corporate 90s lots of gray and quite dark and a little bit dingy whereas this seems seems very colorful 21st century um yeah that kind of thing 
I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward. A few returning characters as well. It's good to see Niobe back as well. It's some some uh, some really interesting. Uh, I wonder how they're gonna do that. I guess. Yeah. Um, the no the no Hugo Hugo weaving though obviously. Um, no. I wonder if the Agent Smith might have been updated. I guess. Um, but it's interesting. I, and also, I mean, and there's also, still scope for that to be a little bit of a surprise. I would. I absolutely think there. Love I think that. there is a few surprises waiting. I think there's going to be a few surprises. We've got to see. I think there's going to be a um, a fish um, a fishburn um, cameo on this. Well, it's it's hard to it's hard to accept a Matrix movie without Lawrence Fishburne because yeah. actually the three of them. Uh, Neo Trinity and Morpheus kind of come as a little bit of a package, and actually Morpheus. Sorry, was... I said Niobe. I meant Trinity. I think is what I meant. Right. Niobe's okay. I, I, Sorry, I, yeah. I decided to stay silent when yeah, you said cool. Niobe because I was waxing lyrical about this trailer, and I was like, Oh God, I I just didn't see Niobe in it. Like, no, what, no, no, what? no, 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 no. Niobe. Okay. No, okay. For, sorry. For, for full context, can We're I both just frauds? Over, can I just <laughs> over the top with this? Right. I've only ever seen the mate. This is really bad, mate, and I and I'm happy to admit this. I have. seen seen the matrix and i have seen the other two but i've not seen them in ages oh. i have not seen them in so long i think i've can only I, seen the matrix once actually can i, I need to re-watch them again can I, can I give you some good news yeah they're re-releasing them in the cinemas oh really yeah i don't know if i'm gonna we'll chat offline right we'll chat offline i don't think i'll take myself to see them I, you know my you know my thoughts on re-releases at the cinemas. Oh. You know my thoughts. Maybe I would see Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh my god, that's depressing. Yeah, that's depressing. Actually, we saw the Cornetto trilogy, but I guess that was a that was a thing. That was yeah, but also we hadn't seen the third one, so it was like a yeah. build up to the third it was one, a wasn't it? it? But but um, yes, you, you you're right. Yeah, Trinity, Trinity Morpheus, Neil. That is the that is the yeah. They do come as a package, and also Morpheus is a lot of people's like you know just goddamn favorite character in it because he's got some like great lines. And a lot, do you not feel like a lot of the quotable Matrix stuff is Morpheus in the same way that Star Wars is like Yoda? Yeah, do you know what I mean. What if I told you? <laughs> But um, it's interesting, this. I mean, the two things, back to your idea that this is an upgrade, this is a new version. Everyone's on their phones in this trailer. There was a few sequences where everyone's on their phone. And I'm yeah. thinking, well, there's going to be, an, obviously, a commentary against that. Well, yeah, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's, a lev it's a level of control. I would love it if the idea of social media was like a machine construct yeah. type thing to yeah. to exert more control on humans stuck in the matrix i think that would be absolutely fantastic yeah definitely because i mean the the, the beauty of the matrix as a film wasn't even like it was up with the writing the story the, the 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 characters everything was was amazing but one of the the beauties of the matrix was actually the timing when it came out because we weren't in a in a world where we're being overly saturated or hit over the head with the fact that oh everyone's on their phones and everything's we're in a parallel universe it came out before all that yeah so it's kind everybody, of got everybody, that. everybody had uh flip phones yeah and it, it's kind of got that culture to compete against um I just remember the Matrix. It was just always such a cool. I mean, do you remember the game Enter the Matrix? Like, love that. That was a cool game. And the I remember Matrix you played so, that one a lot, didn't you? Yeah, I liked that game. I I think I played Enter the Matrix more than I've actually watched the film The Matrix. Probably, which is odd. yeah. Um, but but even just the idea of like they have to get to the phone and they've got to pick up the, the public telephone and I, I thought it was really cool and I think this is just that was whole, a hard game as well. I always remember it was so hard. How many yeah. times I had to play that bloody post office? No, it was the airport level. Yeah, you're right. God, it was that so air, difficult. That airport level was 
the bank, I mean, the bank level was also mad. It, it was a hard bloody game. It was yeah. a paper factory level. I have to bloody look that up. Do you, do you ever do that now and again? You remember a game from your childhood. You, you put it into YouTube and you watch someone playing it through and you get all I've, the nostalgia I've, feels. I've done that for I a little that. bit, but I think I only last about five minutes before I then have like an actual body experience and I watch myself watching somebody play a game and I go, yeah. no, stop it. You ever done that? <laughs> I'm not. Everyone hates watching people watching play games. I am no, not. No, I, I know. Everybody loves doing that, but I just think it's one of the stupidest things ever. Just play the bloody game. Sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, looking forward to this one. Yeah. Other things too. from moving forward? I think you've, you've got a few more, have you not? Uh, yeah, I've forgotten what the name was. There was an Amazon... Oh, yes, Wheel of Time. Ah, the Wheel of Time trailer. We, now, this came out a while ago. We didn't really cover this. Now, Wheel of Time is a is an interesting one. It's... It's obviously a high, high fantasy, really yeah, high yeah, fantasy. Yeah. I mean, it, it basically coins the phrase high fantasy. That and Lord of the Rings. They're the two. Well, Lord most of the Rings fan- invented high fantasy, pretty much. Yeah. Well, but I think did Wheel of Time come first or it came second? Came second, didn't it? Yeah, it came after. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously the, the the Song of Ice and Fire as well. But it's basically where magic exists, but only some can access it. And a woman named uh, Morien crosses paths with five young men and women. This sparks a dangerous world-spanning journey based on the book series by Robert Jordan. Now, there's a lot of books, I think. I think there's like 13 books in this. My goodness. And I've got a friend who is... uh, Well, I've got a friend who's a huge fan of these books, um actually and, and he he for years has been saying they should make a series about them i what i like about this series is there doesn't seem to be a huge amount of recognizable faces if that makes sense um there is a, you know there's a few quite a lot of british british characters a lot of british series in this i mean brosman pike um but i don't really recognize anyone else in this oh, okay if that's fair um yeah, I, I don't, I don't really know. So, so, and I'm a big fan of that. Actually, I'm, I'm always a big fan of that. Like, I sometimes think it detracts. I think you've got this, and you've got June coming out. Obviously, not, not too distant from that, which is just stars upon stars. Yeah, it um, is. But curiously, I don't, I don't care about that actually, okay. because I like, because I think we're gonna see in June a lot of like stars. But I think they're gonna be doing some. It's gonna be a lot of stars doing some high quality shit. Yeah, like <laughs> nice to 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 give it the technical term. Do you not know think though? Yeah, some high quality shit. Yeah, some high yeah. quality shit in Dune. I'm so I'm so looking forward to that. I'm I'm I think I'm looking forward to Dune as much as I'm looking forward to James Bond. Ooh, that is... as much as much. I don't think any one of them is pipping them to the post because Dune just. I'm excited for Bond because it's Bond and Bond is just Bond and amazing. And I've yeah. and I've always been excited to see Bond movies, even when they've disappointed me. And actually, I've enjoyed watching them, even though I've known in the moment that this is not going in in good in in a good way. But Dune just intrigues me on so many levels. Yeah, yeah. it looks technically amazing. the 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 scope of it, the world of it, just oh. Yeah, all the, for the it. only the only the only downside I'm thinking about Dune is the fact that, like, obviously we're gonna watch it, we're gonna love it, but well, if it's good, it's, we're gonna love it. <laughs> it's 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 setting up a massive series because this is, it's not gonna stop with this first one. Do you know mm. what do you know what I mean? Like, and I remember reading or hearing this somewhere, and that 
if you watch old films, um, if you watch your, I think I don't know, I think even a podcast, one of the, I think it was Weekly Planet guys made this point. I don't, know, it's a really interesting point. If you watch an old film, there's a reason why you actually do enjoy watching old films at times, and it's because the writing is created in such a way that there's a beginning, a middle, and an end. Oh yeah. Whereas and, now there's a, a beginning, a middle, an end, and then a coda to set up the next one. Yeah. And rhythmically, you're done. You've finished. Yeah. You've finished the meal, and somebody's still trying to cram wafer thin mints. Yeah. Yeah. Down. <laughs> But we've become mouth. so, but we've become so desensitized to it. It would be interesting to see. Like I'm gonna. That's what I keep. And when I heard that, I was the first thing I thought of was June, and I thought that's what's gonna happen with June, right? Like that's I, what's gonna happen. I don't think so. I think that structure and that kind of trope that's creeping in is very much within the kind of you know the big big studio not just made because obviously dune is a big studio produced thing as well but it's not a studio directed thing you know it's not yeah. it's not warner brothers and it's not disney right i i i think ed ed Denis villeneuve is has that kind of like level of like artistic control over his movies sort of kind of like christopher nolan because christopher nolan doesn't set up shit in his movies no 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 you're right you're right and so even i I think even if this does set up more movies i don't think it'll be done with you with with stingers and and the feeling of next week on yeah which is what we get with every marvel movie and stuff like yeah definitely and we accept the marvel movies because they keep churning out bangers and we're really really invested in the wider story and we're not we don't really care that it's all part yeah. it's all part of a multi 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 movie never ending thing because we already know that that's what it is whereas yeah. i think with dune it will set up some stuff but as i said not in like a just a big dump of extra stuff at the end i think it will yeah. just it, it will just be itself beginning middle and end but within that, you'll come away with questions. That's that's yeah. what I hope for it. That's what I hope for it. And, anyway. and in some and in some ways, you know, um, all of his movies before actually have kind of gone the other way. If you think of like Arrival, I mean, the, the best example is Prisoners. It's almost the other way way where they don't really double down on the ending. They kind of they hint at what the movie's going to end at, and then it ends just before. Yeah. And you go, oh, and it all hit. I mean, pr- the way that Prisoners ends yeah. is amazing. The yeah. way that that's, I don't think that's, I've seen Prisoners, but oh, mate, it's one of the best. I would say it's one of the best thrillers out there right now, yeah. like modern thrillers. Yeah, um, what, Jake Gyllenhaal, Hugh Jackman, it's awesome. I have heard good things, but what what I have, what what I was going to say, what I was going to say was, I think Arrival is probably one of the best science fiction movies to be made in like the last yeah yeah well it, it's i want to rewatch arrival i loved it i remember watching it once and it was it was amazing i'm, I'm looking forward to watching it again um anything else moving forward i think you, uh, might... you said you, you you sent a trailer as well actually when we were conversing about moving forward we did yeah now this one's just a new one it's called don't look up and this go. is netflix new trailer that's just coming out now this one is it seems to be a bit of a kind of almost like Coen Brothers esque um, sort sort of drama piece. I don't know if it's, it's like a comedy drama sci fi thing that they're doing. And um, but it's Adam it's Adam McKay, you know. So obviously famous for things like the other guys, um, 
big the big short so that's a kind of obviously the drama and the other guys comedy and um, ant-man obviously as well we, we yep. forget um this has got one hell of a cast as well in it this is a classic example of we'll just throw as many cast actors i mean let me just rattle off the list here you've got leonardo DiCaprio, jennifer lawrence timothy chalamet jonah hill kate blanchett um meryl streep um ron perlman Jesus. um Michael Chiklis, um, or Chiklis, and Matthew Perry, Mark Rylance, huge fan of him, um, Ariana Grande, Tyler Perry, um, Himesh Patel. I'm just think anyone else here that that is just like a I mean, household a name. <laughs> this, is, this is mental. It's mental. Yeah, I'd meet Michael mental. Chiklis. Oh, but but this is it's basically um, the story um, of 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 two low level astronomers who must go on a giant media tour to warn mankind of an approach uh, approaching comet that will destroy planet earth jesus yeah and it looks brilliant well we know how to fix that they just need to go into the camera and say it's the size of texas it's the size of, do you think they will ever compare it to the size of something yeah size of texas or um the size of volkswagens yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I know what was it? Golf balls, Volkswagens, and Texas were the two measurements of uh, of uh, comets in Michael Bay's Armageddon. <laughs> you've got to compare it. Yeah, you've got to compare it to something. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but that's it. I mean, we we it's been a pretty busy week um, this week. So moving forward is a little bit light on the on the ground. So the ground. I, I guess the only the last thing to say is I think we're so we were we were we planned to go and see free guys. We also wanted to do um, next week. I think we've got a plan of what we wanted to do. And I guess in, in hindsight, we could have flipped the two of them around. Couldn't we? Yeah. And um, we're quite keen to do come from away, which is just dropped on Apple TV. So that's Absolutely. coming next week. That'll well, be that's going to be very interesting to see what that's going to be presented. I, I think it's going to be like Hamilton on yeah. Disney plus, yeah. which is basically yeah. a filming of the stage show, which is going to be interesting because I've actually seen the stage show. Uh, oh, have in, you? In London, cool. and it was wonderful. I really, really uh, love that I've not, I've not seen it. We, we, got, we were going to go and get tickets before the world shut down. Like, genuinely, that was one yeah. of my March um, sort of plans uh, in 2020, which is yeah. gives me shivers when I think back to that month. Yeah, but also, like, there's, there's a bunch of musicals coming to these streamings, by the way, because Amazon is getting everyone's talking about Jamie. I saw that. Ah, on, yeah, I yeah, saw that yeah. on the side of a bus. And also, Dear Evan Hansen is being made into a heard, proper proper movie that's yeah, coming I've out heard, like next month or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I've heard Dear which Evan is, Hansen. Which is, I mean, which is hilarious because Ben Platt is like forty years old and he's yeah, exactly. and he and he's and he's still playing this uh, icy teenager. So I, don't know, I think I think we should do it, um, Dear Evan Hansen, because it's, it's a big musical. But I don't think I'm gonna enjoy it. Because it's, it's a lot of whining. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still waiting for Book of Mormon, mate. Because they need to do Book. Uh, of Mormon. That would be the one. That would be the one yeah, for me. Okay. They could do it, but I mean, anyway. Yeah. What do they have to do now? Well, now they got to get themselves onto the Apple Podcast app. Find us on there. Give us a cheeky little five star rating, if you please. please. Uh, you can leave us a review on there as well. And if you don't want to mm. leave us a review, you can tell us your favorite movie, your favorite movie soundtrack. We love to yeah. see, read, and hear. Oh, all I. of the above. Oh, hi. Uh-huh. Oh, you can I. find us on many, many other platforms where you like to listen to your podcast, such as Spotify, the Acast app, and probably a bunch of others. And mm. if you want to get more directly in touch with us, as many people have, you can, I. You I. can uh, get us on our email address as well. Oh, hi. Hi. Motionspod at gmail.com. Hi. <laughs> 
Oh, we're also on Instagram. Oh, yeah. There we Join go. us on there. Yeah, you, uh, and you thank forgot you. it was you next. Oh, hi. Hi. I forgot. Hi. <laughs> you liking this wee thing? Making you laugh. Hi. And thank you again to KTC Graphics Design for the wonderful artwork. And I believe that there's a little uh, treat in store, isn't there, Alex? Absolutely. If, hi. Absolutely. If you go onto our Etsy store and have a look at some of the prints oh. from movies that she's got oh. there, so a lot of them oh. are really very nice. I've got a few oh. in my flat, actually. Oh, um, hi. Yeah, hi, I do. Hi, I do. And if you enter the code <laughs> MotionsPod20 at hi. checkout, you will get 20% hi. off, which is I. Very good. You're a loon, mate. Let's we done. We done. <laughs> we done. Thank you very. Oh, thank you very much for listening. We've really enjoyed it. We'll speak to you again next week. Until then, bye now. All right, guys. Ta ta. Oh hi. <laughs> <laughs>